My name is Brian Holiday, and you're listening to the Three Count Podcast. Mama must have knew that she raised all of your hate. Won't change none. Who you think you are? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, friends. Girls, squirrels, and all that in between. My name is Chaz Evans, and you are listening to uh, the Three Count Podcast. Introducing first, uh, he is my tag team partner. He's the man that runs this show because I don't do shit. I don't run shit. I just talk shit. He is... The hitman for hire. He is the landlord of the dog pound. He is the red dog, Cliff Miller. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Three Count Podcast proudly presents to you its greatest podcast of all time because, you know, Russell Talk, Cultaholic, and all those other guys can't stand with us in the world. Something catchphrase. All righty, and introducing next, uh, last but certainly not the least because, well, he's the only one on, really, okay, Um, so leave that like it is, so he's uh, Cliff's best friend, he's been his best friend for a long time, Um, he's the the least important. I can't even. He is. Wow. (laughs) He's the least uh, important person on the podcast. But as of right now, he's the most funniest one right now. Um, He is a Broncos fan, if you couldn't tell, because he has a Broncos hat on, but the Broncos suck balls. But, ladies and gentlemen, he is the franchise, Lou, the franchise. Not going to say anything to me. Uh, my tribute to Michael Vick, who just passed away. Rest in peace, my, my uncle. Uh, let's go on with the show. Awesome, awesome, yes. No. Right, sure, stop. Fuck you, Chaz. Yeah, fuck all that, man. You come over here talking about us, that we suck. How's your team doing again? Hey, how's Dak's ankle? Yeah. Oh, it's still. Is it still hanging by a moment? Yeah, that's what we thought. Shut up. Anyway. Um, Fuck a Ferrari that busted out the wheel. Fuck I'm gonna continue on with the show. So, um, want to give a. Dallas is continuing on without Cowboys. him. I am not listening to any of you people talk bad about my Dallas Cowboys. What do you mean, you? So people? I'm gonna continue with the wrestling. Oh, you know exactly. You what need I'm to stop being so racist. You colonizers, um, conquistadors. I'm, brown. I'm not a conquistador. I'm a nigga. <laughs> 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 I, I, I flat out say it. I'm a nigga. Um, <laughs> I can't say anything else right now. Anyway, um, but yeah, I want to give a huge shout out to all of the uh, our live uh, stream viewers on YouTube right now who have uh, tuned in. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. Um, we appreciate your support um, through all of this. Thank you for staying with the Three Count Podcast. Um, throughout this whole entire year that we have uh, started. So definitely shout out to you all. 
Also, thank you to our listeners who are listening on the audio version of the podcast. You are amazing. So thank you for that. So let's also get through some announcements and then we'll get right down to business. So first, if you would like to support the Three Count Podcast, uh, monetarily that is, you know, with that uh, ching, 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 you can go definitely buy yourself a Three Count Podcast t-shirt. Anthony has one on right here. You can definitely get yourself a Three Count Podcast t-shirt. Go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the three count pod. And that's the number three. Um, and you can go get yourself a three count podcast t-shirt. We have about four different shirts out right now. They're all about 20 bucks a pop. You can go get yourself a shirt. Get yourself a three count logo t-shirt. Three count now entering the ring logo, which is what Anthony is wearing if you want to get specific. Um, Cliff has his own t-shirt that doesn't sell because no one gives a fuck about Cliff's t-shirt. Um, <laughs> I have you know. <laughs> Have you know? I'm gonna give. I'm, I'm gonna talking give about the, the 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 podcast T-shirt. No, 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 no <laughs> not, not not your wrestling T-shirt. I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna have you know. Okay, I have a special person. All right, Priscilla, we know because you the one that bought my sweatshirt. I appreciate you for buying my sweatshirt. Fuck's out of here, bro. <laughs> well, first of all, I want to make sure I'm specific when I was talking shit about your shirt. I'm specifically talking about. Your three count podcast T-shirt. Oh yeah, that one's not. That's not that one. <laughs> that's that's the one I'm specifically talking about. And ladies and gentlemen, look who just showed up on the podcast. What's ladies up? and gentlemen, the man himself, his royal swoleness. He is the goat. Yeah. He is the man that has beat a thousand bears. He is the racist killing. Universal Heavyweight Negro Spiritual Singing Champion, Chris Idol! Always happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you for, uh, for joining us here <laughs> on the podcast. Um, you're joining at just a good time because we definitely just got started. Oh, okay, good, good, good. I haven't even got through the announcements yet. I was talking uh, trash about Cliff's three-count podcast t-shirt that no one buys. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Catchphrase. Exactly. <laughs> Catchphrase. Says, my, my wife got that shirt. Oh, I, no, she, wait, I did care. she really? I didn't one. get an email. That's all I, I didn't need. see that That's email. all I need. I need just one, okay? I just need one shirt bought. I didn't see I the need. email. I'm gonna, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go look and I'm going to go check on the email after we get off the podcast <laughs> and make sure. Because I, I get the emails when, when a, uh, a shirt is bought. I'm going to yeah. go check that. But anyway, yeah. I'm going to make her bring it in. Fuck this. Fuck this. I'm going to make her bring it in. Right, if sure. she brings it I in, then I, I, I won't even have to check. But anyway, um, the, anyway, but yeah, folks, definitely go buy yourself a three-count podcast t-shirt on ProWrestlingTees.com. Also, if you have not listened to any of the uh, recent Now Entering the Ring episodes, then you need to stop this podcast right now. You need to go back into your episode list. Go listen to any of the Now Entering the Rings. Also, subscribe to us on YouTube if you have not done so already. You can catch all our visuals there on YouTube including this show right here. You can watch the actual visual and see me flip off uh, Anthony um, throughout the show on YouTube. So definitely go check out um, our YouTube, subscribe, follow us on TikTok, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, like us on Facebook, give us a five-star frog splash review on Apple Podcasts. Do that. Tell your friends, please. Um, uh, any more announcements? Oh, yes. November the 29th, we have come upon this wonderful and glorious time. It is the season finale 
of the Three Count podcast. That's right. November the 29th will be the season finale for the Three Count. Um, it'll be the end of the first season. Don't worry. This is not the end. We will be back next year in January with our weekly debate show. But you will still be having now enter the rings. We'll be still going throughout the entire month of December. So there will still be Three Count um, content being put out for you all. But November the 29th, that is the season finale of the Three Count Podcast. Also, December the fifteenth, uh, I'm not mistaken, Cliff. That is the special. Uh, that is the one year special featuring the OG crew, uh, myself, uh, Idol, Cliff, and uh, JJ. We'll be doing a one year special um, with you all. Um, they'll be live on Facebook, not, uh, not Facebook, but YouTube. So you all can chat with us and we uh, go through about this crazy year that this three count podcast happened and uh, kind of just blew up. So definitely be on the lookout for that. So with that being said, I'm going to go off of live on my Instagram. Um, if you want to continue watching the three count podcast, definitely uh, chime in on YouTube. Do go into the search bar, three count podcast and continue watching the show on our live stream. Talk to us. We love to hear you comment. So, but yes, let me end that there. Thank you for watching, guys. All right. I've ended the live stream on uh, my Instagram. So, uh, yeah. So now what I'm going to do is uh, what I'm going to do now. Oh, it's time. Is, it, is it time? Is it that time? Yeah. Is it that time? It is that time. I think it is that time. It is now time for the Wednesday Night War Rundown. I, I, I only listen to the podcast up to this part because I love to hear the sound effect because I think it's so cool. I don't listen to, I really don't listen to us talk. <laughs> oh, dang. But anyway, um, let's, can't tell I, I listen, can't guys. Tell I love you all to death, but you sometimes y'all get annoying. Oh, Especially wait. you, Anthony. I'm still, I'm still like, I'm still shocked about this whole two, uh, two consenting adults situation that we talked about previous episode. No, 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 no. Full view review. No, full gear review. Shut up. We go, <laughs> we go into that. I was about to say, don't, please don't get me started. Don't get me started. So anyway, um, so uh, let's get started. So here we go. Wednesday Night War Rundown. So uh, this past Wednesday night, AEW went head-to-head with NXT as they do every week as they battle for rating and demographics uh, supremacy. So let's get to the numbers. So AEW's Wednesday Night Dynamite came in at a 717,000 viewers, which is down from last week's 781,000 viewers. The 18 to 49 demographic was 0.30, which was 56 overall, which is down from their 0.32, and that's 12th from last week. NXT brought in 610,000 viewers, which is extremely way down from last week's 876 viewers. The 18 to 49 demographic was a 0.14, which was 68th overall, which is down from last week's 0.25, which was 21st last week. Um, we all put into consideration that Halloween Havoc was last week. So that was um, really the big draw for NXT. Um, it's not surprising, honestly, as we've been through a year of the Wednesday Night War. Not a surprise. Wow, she does have it. Okay, I take it back. <laughs> Oh, I got you. Okay, I take it back. I take it back, Cliff. People do like your shirt. Hey. Uh, 
Um, you fucking fart. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, um, but yeah, so kind of doesn't surprise me that NXT came in uh, behind AEW this week. That's usually uh, the way things go on Wednesday night. But, um, yeah, so uh, we know how we do. Uh, everyone who we think had the overall better show, uh, we'll start with you, Anthony, then we'll go to Justin, then Cliff, then myself. Where's JJ? I'm Um. Wait, all right, so this is what we're going to do. All right, well, I'm going to... AEW definitely had a better show. All right. All right. Cool. Idol? Uh, I only watched one of those programs. <laughs> As always. Red Dog? Uh, I'm going to say that uh, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, – I think AEW had a better show this week. All right. And um, I got to go with uh, AEW as well. I think AEW had a better show as well. Um, this was their – uh, go home show for uh, full gear, and I think uh, it was really good for the uh, for the most part. Um, yeah, I went home all right. <laughs> and I didn't oh. ask motherfucker over here. Watch the show. Uh, I buy our shirt. Buy our shirt and watch AEW. You need to get in the, on the do one of those things. <laughs> I'll do one of those things. <laughs> watch AEW because you're not spending money. Oh, no, no. In this case, I'd rather spend the money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that is the uh, AEW NXT Wednesday Night War uh, rundown. Um, we'll be back again next week with more Wednesday Night War numbers. All righty. So it's time to get down to business. Here we go. This show is the AEW Full Gear Review Show. That is what we will be talking about. No debate topic. Well, we're going to get into a debate, all right? I can already tell um, about this show. So let's get right down to it. So AEW Full Gear, this was their second one. Uh, first match opened up. We had the uh, number one contenders match for the AEW World Ch Championship, the title eliminator finals, whatever you want to call it. No, no. How, How about the respectful? Oh, I, about the buy -in. The buy -in, I didn't even watch the buy-in. I forgot. Yo, about okay, well, first that, of all, that was one of the better matches of the night. It really was. It really I was. was. I missed the buy-in. Yeah, it well, was. I, I, then I'll have to go back and watch it then. But I, I missed, I missed the buy-in. Yeah. Serena yeah, said he wasn't buying it for the buy-in. Uh, <laughs> on, for real. All right, all right, all right. Hold on, because, <laughs> because since y'all can't really speak. Yourself, well, Chris. I did hear great things about that match, though. I heard, yeah, yeah. I heard so great things Serena, Serena Deeb versus Allison, uh, Allison K was definitely a great match, a great back-and-forth action. Um, I thought, really, what made this match was the fact that Allison K was able to show how great of a performer she is and how great she's going to be going forward, to regardless of whether she stays with AEW or she just strictly works for NWA. But we know that she got released from NWA, so hopefully she's, she shows up more often on AEW. What made this awesome, too, was that Serena Deeb actually did get the win. She did carry on as your current NWA Women's Champion. But Thunder Rosa also made a return, which was massive. Um, it was great to see Thunder Rosa back. I know there was a lot of controversy about her possibly signing with WWE. I don't want to say controversy, but there's a lot of rumors about her signing with WWE. Um, but she has openly said that 
she's contracted with NWA till 2021, and she wants to work with a promotion that will let her continue doing her outside projects plus her MMA career. So clearly, AEW is going to be that route that she wants to take. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, why would you want to be a slave in WWE, especially now that uh, your, uh, your boy Trump is out of office? Andrew Yang is going to fuck up uh, WWE and Vince. But anyway... So moving on, um, I guess we'll. That's the reason why the shows were down because everybody was talking about politics. See, there you go, man. Just bring politics right into the three count. Good job, Chaz. Terrible. I'll take it. But anyway, um, so you know how we do our review show, uh, grade the um the match A, B, C, or dud. Um, you two were the ones that saw the match. So what are your uh, two grades for it, uh, Cliff and Lou? Uh, honestly, it was a solid match. I'd give it a B. Lou? Uh, I added a B minus, B, B minus, so it was a great match. Awesome, 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 awesome. All right, so now we're going to move on to the actual main card, the show that act, the part of the show that actually matters. Um, we started, like I said, we started off with the, uh, the uh, number one contenders match for the uh, world title, which was Hangman, Adam Page versus... Uh, Kenny Omega. Uh, these guys had a very, 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 very solid freaking match. Um, I enjoyed it. Well, uh, what do you think, uh, Cliff? Oh yeah, yeah, no, dude. Uh, a lot of great action, a lot of great back and forth. Like I was definitely hyped seeing it. Um, although I'm not gonna lie, I did get part of it interrupted because our 46th president, elected president, was giving a speech. So I was like trying to break between the two. Um, but I will be honest that more more of the time, like I was watching and I was definitely enjoying like what I was seeing from the from the two competing. So, uh, Anthony, good match. Um, I definitely was entertained. I, they they both kept me in, kept me like zoned in on them. It was it was like an eight. I give it an eight. You, you give it an eight. Uh, I don't. Did you watch it? Hell no, I didn't watch that shit. I just read the description of what happened. It went exactly the way I thought it would. (laughs) The wrong Uh, person won. I agree with that. The wrong person did win. Um, The the, the right person won. No, no, Anthony, no. no. The right person, the person that won that match needs to fall off a cliff. Oh, damn. Um, Kenny Omega should not, well, yeah, Kenny Omega uh, ended up winning that match, but, uh, I will agree with with Idol on that. Hangman Page should have won wipe, that match. Wipe the, the jealousy drool off your chins. Hangman's better. The, the sooner je- you all admit it, the better the world will be. Agreed. So you just um, hate, I give you my just grade. Hate Omega, period. I give it. A, I get. I give it a B minus. That's my. That's my grade for it. I give it a B minus. Um, like I said, it was a solid match. Uh, Hangman should have won. It was Kenny being Kenny. But I will say that Kenny had to keep up with Hangman during this match. Um, it uh, this was definitely uh, Hangman's match. Um, he definitely showed out more than Kenny did. But we all, I kind of figured that they would go the Kenny route, have Kenny versus Moxley in a regular uh, wrestling match instead of the debacle that they had last year at Full Gear. So that is that. Moving on. Oh, I'll give it a. I'll give it a B as well. You give it a B as well? I, I, don't, I know you give it a dud. I'm not going to give it a dud. Give it a B plus. A G plus. Bet. 
So, he, you know, he, Mark, he just stopped all that hate you had in for Kenny Omega. There's no hate. This I is 100% it, hate. Come on, Chris. Listen, he didn't fail. A D is a passing grade. That's fact. I passed English 12. You, that, 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 that hate that you, like, instill about Kenny Omega, put it to the side for a second and realize that that was a – if you were to watch it, it was a really goddamn good match. I don't believe you, Anthony. I've never enjoyed a Kenny Omega match. Oh, you need, you need a uh, – damn. Uh, yeah, so I, I, we got we got to move to the next match. Yeah, you just got you got right. <laughs> I've never I've never enjoyed one of your professional matches. That's fine because there aren't any to enjoy because I've never had one. <laughs> Damn. All right, moving on to uh, Orange Cassidy versus uh, the number four John Silver. Um, this is a comedy match. Uh it gets it, it gets it get it. It did what it was supposed to do. It was comedy. Um, match wasn't bad, but it, it gets a it gets a solid C. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, I thought this match was it was what it was supposed to be. I think it, it fit well on the card, like as the number two match. Because uh, I'm gonna be real, like there wasn't really a although like pockets getting his pockets torn out was pretty funny. Um, overall, the the match was just kind of there. And so, you know, I'd give it probably – I'd give it a C minus. Anthony? Uh, it, was a, it was a comedy match. I I enjoy. I mean, John Silver did more than I thought he was going to do. Um, it, it entertained me. I'd give it a B, B minus. Idle. B plus. Uh, i give it a C. This is where pockets belong. You're right. At a comedy spot, like yeah, a comedy no, no. match in the spot, like there's yeah. Not, that, there's nothing wrong with this because this this is what I think pockets should be doing. So that I give it a C. Wow, that's actually probably the most productive and you know and productive thing you said about pockets. <laughs> like I like wow, that's amazing. He belongs in the comedy matches. That's all I've been saying. He can have a job. He can be funny sometimes. He just, you know, keep him with the comedy wrestling. He could definitely still wrestle. That's the bad thing. I like a six-month feud with Colt Cabana. That's perfect for him. You say that, but I actually low-key would enjoy that. H-A-T-I-N-G. Chris Idol is hating. Anyway. I, mean, what's I didn't say anything mean. He didn't. He really didn't. <laughs> For what? <laughs> Just don't well, expect, should, hey, don't expect stick OC. Comedy and stick with doing stuff with Coke Cabana. I mean. You just made him sound like a colonizer. And he's I know. It. Like, he is a colonizer. Listen. Uh, do you see the color of his mind. skin? He I can't colonize. I mean, that's not true at anyway, all. Anyway, I say that. <laughs> somebody, they'd look at me and say, sir, if you don't go back to the, the cotton field where you belong. <laughs> Moving yeah. on to the next match. Um, so the next match on the card, uh, we had the TNT Championship match. Uh, we had uh, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Uh, my man's got his last name back. Uh, so Cody Rhodes versus the Enigma, Darby Allen. Um. I'm gonna keep it a buck fifty with y'all. This was I feel like was the match of the night. Um this 
by far was my favorite match. Um, I just, I don't have words because it was really just an all out. It had a big fight feel to it from the start. The match was good. Cody was being Cody, but Darby put on a show. Um, if this, if, if anything breaks Meltzer's scale, this is a match that should break Meltzer's scale and not any of the Okada and Kenny matches. Um, but this match gets, it, this gets an A minus for me. This was, this was a really fucking good match. Darby gets the win. Darby's your new AEW TNT champion. And he is the first non WWE guy to win a singles title. So shout out to Darby Allen. A minus for me. Uh, Riho won the women's title and she's not a WWE. Fuck her. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Red dog. I'm going to give this match A minus. It was really good. There's a lot of good action in it. Uh, I definitely liked the story that was being told as far as like him being the underdog and, you know, uh, Cody taking lightly uh, Darby, especially because the last match, the first match they had went to draw the second match Cody won. So Cody kind of felt like he had this in the bag. And then the story was that Darby just kept fighting through because Cody wouldn't pin Darby. And so Darby ended up finally getting the win. And as far as Riho goes, as far as like, he said male, it was his male side. <laughs> like, let's just be real. Let's keep it a buck 50 and go singles, male competitor, finally winning a title that's not WWE. I, I can dig it. So, yeah, A minus for me. It was, it was, it was a good, good match. I mean, I am partial because I am a Darby Allen fan, but he showed out. And so, by that, he gets an A plus. That's Idol. Uh well. Seems like it was a really good match. Uh, I, I'm giving it an A. <laughs> I like, you know, I, I like both of these people in the match. Cody for getting his uh you know getting his uh last name back and losing, so that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, he gets a solid A from Idol. All right, cool beans, cool beans. We're gonna move on. So moving on to the next <laughs> match, the match that pissed me off. Uh Dud. <laughs> Which hey, no wait 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 I want to know the ma- uh, uh, the AEW Women's uh, Championship match we had uh, Hikaru Shida finally defending her belt against the uh, I don't I don't even know if I call it a native beast because at this point she's not a beast anymore um, I'm gonna call it the uh, the native burial squad. <laughs> of uh, Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero because she gets buried. But that happened. Um, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I couldn't watch this match because I knew for a fact. I knew once the match started after about a couple minutes in, I just had the feeling that Nyla Rose was not going over. And at that point, it took me out. And this match, I want to give it a dud. But I cannot because it wasn't that bad of a match. But to my liking, it gets it gets a it gets a D, it gets a D minus. 
Okay. Well, for me, um, as far as the match went, I there's generally there was generally spots that I enjoyed in the match. However, the match entirely, um, I it just wasn't memorable to me. Um, so for me, I think I'd have to give the match a D plus. Like I feel like their first match was better. I I will give it that the first match that the cards had Nyla Rose was better than this match that they had. Because of Nyla Rose loss, it's an A plus. Excuse me? See, that's just that's just no, you know what? So to, to be honest though, there was a bunch of blotches. It wasn't a good wrestling match. That what match the fuck on is mine a blotch. Like, was this an artist <laughs> just dropping ink? Blotch, blotch. Not not a blotch. 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 Oh, yeah. Fuck you. Blotch. Fuck you. <laughs> a botch. That that was a D minus wrestling match. I'm just happy that Nyla Rose or Sheeta kept the title. I mean, sorry, not sorry. No, Nyla Rose definitely should have won the title. It's just it doesn't make any. No, it doesn't make any sense. Anthony, Anthony, before we no no no, can I say something, Cliff? I let you go. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you go, Anthony. So I, I, I have a question for you. So you so do you think? That the right decision was made to have Riho beat Nyla Rose at the at the very first AEW Dynamite show. Yes. He, you know, he's only saying it to get a rise out of you. That's legitimately all he's doing. You can see it on his face. Nyla, Nyla Rose does not entertain me. She entertains me as much as Tamina entertains you. That's Sorry. bullshit. Nyla Rose can actually wrestle. Uh-oh. Tamina makes Uh-oh. Tamina oh, makes makes Jimmy Snuka roll in his grave. Every, no, time Tamina, not. every time Tamina goes out there and wrestle, Jimmy Snuka's grave in hell gets a little bit hotter. Tamina's <laughs> a better wrestler than Nyla Rose. You're a fucking idiot, and you you you. You you know what you deserve? You deserve to get like stuck with needles in every like part of your body. How dare you actually say that? What? Disagree? Like yeah, Tamina sucks ass. (laughs) Good gracious! At least Nyla Rose actually looks like a beast. Action looks terrifying. She looks, she should be destroying everyone. Thank you, Chaz. (laughs) I can't do this. I, I, anyway, fucking Riho, fucking 98 pound. 12 year old I, would be I, I, I agree with you. Rose, I agree. Who calls himself the native beast. Looks like a fucking. I'm talking. My God. I, I'm talking. I, that's I'm, nice. It's my show. That's my show. You wish it was your show. You It's your show. How about you? you, know, I, show can, you can go on Get the KO and do please, that bullshit. On the three count podcast, you ain't going to do that shit here. The. Nyla Rose versus Riho, I agree. I was just giving you shit. Uh, see, a, don't, don't do that then. Take a mile, take a mile, drink some water, and get over it. 
that was good. Jesus, Anthony, for Christ's sakes, the people in our chat are female. This Latino Marge Simpson ass dude over here talking mad shit and keep calling him a bitch when we have women in our chat. Knock the shit off. Be respectful. Jesus, man. That's who I am. I'm not changing. <laughs> and we love you for it, buddy. Yeah, the most unliked person. <laughs> hey, Shout out to my little brother, uh, JJ, for uh, joining in here on the run-in. Welcome to the podcast, little bro. I think I lost brain cells listening to uh, Luis over here <laughs> trying to explain himself because I was watching the live stream while I was out. Um, I'm losing brain cells at this very moment. How dare you? How freaking dare you? Uh, we passed that argument. We got to move on. We got other matches to talk about. <laughs> hey, go ahead. Uh, Idol, your, t- your, your take on the uh, Nyla Rose um, and uh, Asian, right, so. Asian wrestler number four. All right. So what's, e- who, what's easier to find? Carmen Sandiego, Waldo, or Hikaru Shida as AEW Women's Champion? Oh yeah, my pick, my my pick is Carmen Sandiego. That's she's easier to find. Can they just put that title on someone else? Can we actually? Can we just get rid of it? Clearly, the NWA Women's Division is more exciting than the AEW Women's title. Can we just get rid, like, merge the titles and just have the NWA Women? You can't say that because you don't watch it. No, he has a point though. Where the fuck has Sheeta been for weeks? Like I, do, I, I can answer that question for you. I can answer that. She's been sitting in the front row. No, I know. What's that? That's what she's she been on dark? Like, <laughs> what is been she sitting doing? Front row. <laughs> I low key Making was like, her- when they announced that she was the AEW champion, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot she had the <laughs> title. Right. Exactly. To Cliff's point, why have we seen Thunder Rosa? And Serena Deeb way more <laughs> as NWA Women's Champion than we've seen Sheeta as AEW Women's Champion. Like, has she, been, she, had, she had travel issues. She lives in Jacksonville. She has issues traveling from the front I row know. to the <laughs> What travel issues? Oh, my God, man. Seriously. It's insane. I get so mad at AEW because you can't book the women's division properly. And then instead of putting on your title, you put on the NWA women's title on more matches from the last pay-per-view, right? From all out to full gear. You've had the NWA women's title on more times defended than you have put the AEW women's title. What in the fuck are we doing? Are you, like, trying to get Thunder Rosa, like, hyped up because you might have her run with the title? What is going on? Like, I can't take the women's title seriously because you can't book your division seriously. I have more faith in Vince McMahon booking an angle in a women's division than I do AEW running their division. I would much rather watch Ring of Honor and Impact run their women's division because at least they have some fucking substance. Like, God bless. Fuck 
this division. Listen, I love Sheeta. I love who them. Needs, I love who needs to play Sheeta when we have little Brand Brand and Brandy? That's what we need more of. Oh, I know. Man, I'm just like, I'm so blown because it's like, I want to, in, I listen, I want to invest in the women's division for AEW. I really do. I love Britt Baker. I love Nyla. I love, I love watching Sheeta. I love the fact that we have Abaddon coming up, even though, you know, we do know that she's come back from injury. She's still recuperating. I love seeing Abaddon. I love seeing the women's division. I love Anna <laughs> Jay. I love Tay Conti. I'm just looking back here like, can we get these women some time? And can we get these women, like, some storylines to run? The, riddle, the answer to that riddle is no, we can't because they don't know how. And it sucks. Is it because they don't know how or they don't have time? No, they don't no, know. No, 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 no. We're not going to do the we don't have time. Whoa. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Nah, yeah, no. You're not going to say they don't have time because they got time gonna... to do bullshit. They have time. If they have time to set up pockets versus, what's his name? Four? John Silver. They got time. Yeah, they got time to build Nyla in, in uh, what's her name? Sheeta. Asian, Asian wrestler look, four. Look, look, I forgot her name. See how important she is? <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, I'll put this out there. I, and I, I know I always, <laughs> give, I always give shit to AEW's women's division. I, I always do. And I, and I, and, and that's just, at this point, it's become a broken record for me. But when Sheeta won the belt, I was like, eh. But she started when, because when she won the belt, they started actually putting her on the show. And I, and I, and, we, and I'm, it's on record. I have said that I'm starting to become a Sheeta fan and I, maybe I have some type of faith, some, some hope that maybe they'll move in the right direction. But then they brought Thunder Rosa and I'm like, okay, cool. We had the Thunder Rosa and Sheeta match. That was cool. But after that, Sheeta went where? To the front row. And was not seen or heard from again. But we had Thunder Rosa on there, though, wrestling. We had Serena Deeb. We had, excuse me, it just doesn't make sense. This is why I have, this is like Cliff pretty much gave the whole rant that I was, I was going to give in the first place. But that's the problem we have. You're putting all this, you're not using, you, you have women. All these people that, that y'all did all this, such and such is all elite, such and such is all elite. All these posts y'all did on who signed, but where are they? You're more focused about, oh, look at us. We're breaking barriers because companies can work together. All wrestling companies matter. Where's your, where's your actual talent? Listen, you ran. That's what it looks like. That's what they're focused on now. Instead of doing that women's division, we're focused on all wrestling companies matter. We had Don Callis on the show to, to do commentary for Kenny's match because that who gave us like really. If you didn't watch Impact or care anything about New Japan, you didn't know who the fuck Don Callis was. Hey, so okay, I want to. So we do have a we do have a comment, right? I do want to put this comment out there, right? So Amanda said that um, they can do it, but they won't let women take over a man's sport. Here's the catch, though. We have openly come on this show, and we have said that the women's division in WWE is the backbone to the WWE. Like, let's be real. Like, when, you, when Charlotte and Becky and Sasha and Bayley and Alexa Bliss, and we had all these women that we were like, yo, these women can run if you give them time. 
It's the same thing with AEW, right? And I don't want to put them on the same level as like NXT, right? But we can see, we can name, we can name female wrestlers, right? And I've, I've named a handful and more that are attached to the women's uh, division that can run if you give them time. But Tony, Tony, who's supposed to be the stat man, is the guy who's out here is like, well, they're not bringing in as much viewers, but we'll give them a five-minute match here and there. And we put Brit on, and we know Brit can work because we've seen it happen time and time and time again. And like, I've yo, said that Brit is the savior of that division, and they won't do, they just won't do nothing for Brit Baker is the savior of that women's division. Right. They need to stop with the whole. And I, I, I this might sound racist, and and if it does, guess what? Fuck you, because it's maybe you shouldn't be so sensitive, but. Stop trying to push the Asian persuasion on the show. Just stop with it. Well, I feel like I want to caveat though because I really, I really am in a corner. I love Sheeta, like I do. I'll be the one that says it. Like I am a hundred percent on her train. Like I love the fact. I love the fact that when she was a chaser, which I'll bring up in another another segment that we'll talk about. I love the fact that she was when she was a chaser. I 100% bought into everything that she was putting out there. Now that she's champion, she just doesn't have the same kind of lust about her. You know what I mean? I won't say lust, the luster. She doesn't have the luster factor. Like the shine is kind of gone now because like now what you've done, instead of like put her out there front and center and let her run the women's division like you guys should be teaching her, you guys just put her in the front row and you guys are like, that's cool. We'll just stick it right there. And that's, that's good enough. It's not. Like, she needs to be running. She needs to be working with women. She needs to be losing in non-title matches to people that you see as future stars. And I say that about Britt Baker. Like, I'm not saying, like, she needs to lose to everybody. But if she lost a tag team match and Britt Baker was on the other side, like, we could build stories. Like, that's the problem is we're not building stories. And to be honest, that is AEW's downfall is they can't build stories. Regardless of whatever division it is, they can't build stories at all. That's it. Like you hold a tournament, right? And you have these eight competitors and then you have them do the eliminator match. And then what did you do? You didn't even tell a good story. Like the story you were telling was, well, they were four more tag team partners. Of course they were going to be in the finals. So what you did is you shit on the entire tag division because you're like, these two superstars here are going to be in the finals for the number one contenders match. Then what the fuck was the whole thing about the tag division? Because you just shit on every single person there. And then you can't tell a good story in the tag division because the match that you had planned. Sorry, we're going to jump in this section. The match you had planned for years, for years. You mean to tell me that we can't do any kind of buildup to this match? What? Some tweets that were said a few years ago? That's what we went off of. And that's the problem is that we're not telling good stories. And at least... WWE can tell a good story. I don't want to say good stories because I'm not going to give them that credit. A good story this year because I can't buy into any story that they're getting me right now at AEW. Welcome to my clip. Did your your Tony Khan check not clear this week? It didn't. (laughs) Again. You sound like me, buddy. Oh my god. (laughs) So I'm gonna get let's, let's, let's take uh Justin and let's get JJ's uh grades on this match and we're gonna move on to the tag team match. Uh Idol. Um for for forgive me, Mr. Podcast host, but uh which match are we talking about again? <laughs> I got a little lost. The the uh, AW the women's championship match. Oh, uh, uh 
I get a C minus. JJ? Face. C minus? I don't care. Figured that. You don't never listen to the rules. So two thumbs down. Got it. All right. All right. So let's move on. So this, uh, like Cliff was just mentioning it earlier. Um, he kind of gave a little uh, nod to it. But next match is the the dream match. You know, the match that was four like, was it four years in the making. The match that everyone wanted to see. The dream match. The tag team match that, you know, could have been, you know, breaking the internet. It's the Young Bucks versus FTR, the Revival, um, and uh, for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Um, but there was a stipulation for this match, which shouldn't have been. But if the Young Bucks uh, <laughs> lost this match, they would never challenge for the uh, AEW Tag Team Championships. Um, in the end, the, uh, the Bucks did win. They won the uh, tag team titles. They are your new AW World Tag Team Champions. Um, so let's 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 start. I have a so here's the thing with this. I have a lot more good to say about this match than I do have bad. Was this match? Did it live up to the expectation and the hype? Yes, I I do believe that it did. I enjoyed this tag team match. We all know I love tag team wrestling. This match, it it was a perfect blend of styles. It we saw the Young Bucks doing uh, certain tag team moves that inspired them and their generation, with them hitting the 3D, hitting the uh, the uh, twist of fate into the Swanton Bomb. It, you know the, the Dudleys and the Hardys. That's what you know they grew up on. But we also saw on the other side, we saw FTR doing tag team moves from like the Steiner brothers um, also doing uh, what else did they do? I can't, I can't think uh, um, the heart attack from the heart foundation. It was a perfect blend of styles. Now the only downfall that I do have about this match is the simple fact is that Cliff is going to probably bring it up as well. Is that it? The finish was a super kick. Let that marinate for a minute. The finish was a super kick. Now, you're probably going, especially I know what's happening is going to be Justin's going to be, well, that's uh, supposed to be that way, brother. <laughs> yes, it is. But it's to the point we have, it's 2020 in wrestling, we have desensitized the super kick to the point where at this point, when this super kick was, was, you know, the finish, this super kick, we had already seen about five, six, seven super kicks already through the match. Then on top of the fact of the other, you know, extraordinary things that both teams did, not going to even just say the Young Bucks, because FTR did a, a lot of, you know, I'm going to say off the wall stuff, but they did a lot of, you know, high impact things. We have become so des desensitized to the super kick where I was shocked that this was the finish. I was like, oh. That's it? No indie taker? No Meltzer driver? No none of that? Like, what? I, I, I'm, I'm shocked. But I guess maybe they did it on purpose. I don't know. But the match was good. I enjoyed this match. And I just wish that they did not have the stipulation 
that they did for the Bucks because it did, it didn't need it. This match, like we said, this match could have been just the way it was without the stipulation. It was, people wanted to see this match just flat out. We didn't, you know, besides the night really having a story anyway, but we could have not had a story and everyone would have popped just to see this match because we have wanted to see this. But they muddled it up with the fact that there's a stipulation. Then we have to add into the simple fact that, oh, Tully Blanchard has been barred from ringside. And it kind of get it watered the match down. I hope that we see another match between these two because I feel like it would be even better because I think those two teams can raise the bar. But all in all, this match was really good. It doesn't, it's not the match of the night as it probably should have been. Because, like I said, that goes to Cody and Darby, but it does get it gets a solid A for me. It gets a, a, just an A solid for this uh, for the tag team match. Uh, Red Dog. Um. All right. So my number one problem with this whole match is that it ended on a super kick after like six or seven of them were being thrown through a match. Like you lose that effectiveness throughout the match every time that you go to hit one. It's almost becoming like you punch someone in the face. And, like, you lose that value every time you do it. Like, the return's not going to be the same. And then you hit, like, you hit a lot of big moves. And definitely I was entertained throughout the whole match. But the problem was, is, like, what made this one super kick so different? Was it the fact that one person did a 450 splash and crash and burn? And then you, you got kicked with a super kick barefooted. And that's, that's what made it? That's what made this work? Like, that's, that's beyond me. Like, what the hell? I just, I don't know, man. Um, it kind of took me out of the match a little bit. I'm not going to degrade the whole entire match because of it. I will definitely still give this match a B plus. Um, it was one of my favorite matches of the night. It wasn't my favorite match tonight because we've already established what the bar was. Um, but yeah, I just, it, I don't know, man. It just, it got under my skin because you hit all these big finishers that other people have thrown and finished matches with. And what did you want us to do? Just go through the whole, like, greatest wrestling match thing all over again, which is tag team moves? That's it? Like, that's the story you were telling us. Like, you know, it was like Chaz and I earlier today were talking about, you know, was this – this was your version of Randy and Edge, like, from the greatest wrestling match that wasn't – it was a good wrestling match. It wasn't the greatest, though. But you literally – that's the story you wanted to tell us was a history of time, like, your your inspirations. Cool. Whatever. At this point in time, like – you still hit the BTE V trigger, didn't finish the match with it, although you finished the team the week before with it. So, I don't know. At the end of the day, man, the, it, got, it got too muddied up for me, like going into this, the attempted story for it. And I say attempted because you had the Brian Pillman angle where they, like, sh- they broke the ankle. You had um, the, the last-minute throw-in of we'll never challenge for the titles again if we don't win. There's like a lot of stuff that was just in there that just didn't need to be. We could legit just had a straight wrestling match and we've all would have just gone off the ropes for it. But I'm not going to lie. The match was good, but I'm just not going to say that it was my, it wasn't the best match of the, it wasn't the best match of the night, but it was definitely, it was definitely top two, but that, that ending man just kind of fell flat for me. So unfortunately that's where I have to go with it. Uh. I just want to I'll, – I'll, I'll come and I'll, I'll say my two cents after everyone goes. Um, but go ahead, Anthony. Uh, I was entertained. The, the, the pay-per-view entertained me, except for the women's, the women's uh, note. note. Um, but 
everything that you guys said. I'm not going to repeat it, but I agree with you guys. It just sucks because we just went on a rant a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago about what they need to do to continuously improve. And one of the biggest things that we all said were the EVPs only fucking titles. And we knew when you, they put that stipulation says, if we don't win, we'll never challenge from again. I'm like, it's predictable. Now, now, now wrestling as a fan is predictable because they're going to get it. And if FTR would have won, I might have given it an A. But because I knew who was going to win it anyways, it's a B, B minus me. I don't. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta agree with what Anthony said, and well, kind of with what all you guys said. That stipulation that if the Bucks don't win, they'll never challenge for the title ever again. Like one, we already saw that stipulation with Cody. And then it's like, okay, like Anthony said, it makes it predictable. Because then it's like, okay, well, surely they're not going to have another set of EVPs never challenge for a title again. It's like, the Bucks are the tag team. Like, like them or not, they're arguably the hottest tag team in the world. So they can't not win these tag titles. And I feel like adding that stipulation basically told us they're going to win the tag titles. When without the stipulation, it would have been fine. Because without that stipulation, I think legitimately we would have been like, okay, I don't know which team is going to win. Because I, I didn't know until that stipulation got thrown in there. I was like, okay, the Bucks. <laughs> so uh, now I was going to praise the finish until you guys told me that they did the super kick like five, six other times during the match. So now I hate the finish. <laughs> they better tell me that like, uh, fuck with Jackson had a uh, has a lead foot. He has some kind of operation. He's got a lead foot now. No, that's the one that made sense though, because you know he hit he. I think he hit two super kicks himself. Oh, all right. Well, well then, in that case, we've reached <laughs> that point in the show, guys. Fuck Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, like the like like you know the, here's the thing the finish would like I said the finish would have been fine if I would I, I give it a pass if they did like three less super kicks. <laughs> hey, the Not question we have a question. The story of the have been trying to hit the super kick and let's say every time during the match they tried, FTR dodged it, got out the way some kind of way. And then they hit that last super kick. And it was like, oh, okay. Hey. They could have told that story. They could have been like, oh, FTR has, has the Young Bucks highly scouted. They know every single way that the super kick can be hit because they've been watching the Bucks for years in preparation for this match. They so, could have told that story. It Chris. You know, probably bullshit, but they could have told that story. Yeah. Hey. Chris, question for you though: uh, Did you actually watch the matches, or did you just read the highlights? That came from—that's a question from one of our viewers right now. Oh yes, I, I I read what happened. I swore off of AEW after All Out because I was so severely disappointed. I told myself I was not going to watch the product. However, I did tell Chaz 
that if you guys gave certain matches super glowing reviews, I would go back and check out those specific matches. But uh, no, I will not be watching this entire event or any entire event that these people produce. All right, JJ. And on that note, JJ. Um, I had to notch uh, 15% off of this uh, match um, for the very reason that I'm tired of the young fucks and their stupid bullshit super kicks. The match was fine. <laughs> the match, like the match was really good. <laughs> the match was beyond fine. Like a fine woman. Not objectifying you guys in any way for our women. <laughs> but God, what the flip was that? Put your sunglasses back on, please. It was a it was a four fifty splash. That's what flip it was. <laughs> but yes, this match eighty five percent for the very stupid reason. Ah! Are you grading on a curve? Yeah, it's a B. <laughs> no, he gave it a B. Let's go. We're going. Yeah. So. All right, so no, um, like I said, I wanted to, I I had this one point to make before we move on. Um, this tag match could have been the best tag match of the year. It could have been. It really could have been. Like, I I truly I honestly when going in before the stipulation was added, um, I think even I told Justin, I said, you know, this is gonna be the tag match of the year. Like, there's nothing before has had anything, and nothing after is gonna come any close. So this could have been tag team match of the year. But I bet you, and I bet you this, the Street Profits and the New Day will have a 50 times million better match at Survivor Series simply off the fact is that there is psychology. Mm. Super kick. What? Because they won't throw a super kick? No, because of psychology. Not just a super kick. Psychology. Psychology. That's why. But, yes. So, that's my two cents on that. We're going to move on to the next match. And, oh, God. Yeah. So, it's the Elite Deletion match, guys. The cinematic match. Um, Yeah, this gets a dud for me. <laughs> Thank you, bro. This gets a dud. This is, I, I it gets a dud. It's. It, it was cool when Matt and Jeff did it the first time. Now, after seeing it 50 million times, it's just, it doesn't have the same effect anymore. It's, it, it, this literally was the same, like, this literally was just a rehash of what Jeff and Matt did on Impact. Um, it was cool seeing Gangrel. It was cool say, uh, seeing the Hurricane. Uh, I love the hurricane. Um, <laughs> he's all, you know, I go back to my childhood. I love the hurricane. Stop. There's a hurricane coming through. Dun, 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 dun. What's up with that? Like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm all down for any time the hurricane shows up. But um, this whole thing was dud. This was silly shit. <laughs> I, I got to bring in my inner Jim Cornette here. This was just a bunch of silly shit. 
Um, I was in, I was in it until like I was fine with it until Private Party came in and was fighting um, Santana Ortiz, and they were still fighting throughout the entire thing, and they kept showing them fighting in the ring. And Matt and Sammy were nowhere to be found. I guess they were getting ready for the next shenanigan that was going on. So we had to, you know, watch them wrestle, which it just, it wasn't it for me, guys. Um, it, yeah, Dud, uh, Cliff? Nah, it's a D minus for me. I don't even talk about it. Like, just D minus. <laughs> Lou? I lost my A plus because that was a fucking F. Idol. All right. So when it comes to these deletions, they're like with they're like anything that you see the first time. That's amazing because you don't know what you you're getting yourself into, and you see it for the first time. You're like, oh my god, that's great. The problem is these deletions are something that should be done. I wouldn't even say once a year. I mean, they should be done legit, like one when it's called for. Like, it should be built up to. Because we've seen so many of them now that it's just, it's lost its luster. Like, it's just, it's just a thing now. It's not special. And I think that's hurting it. Like you said, we've seen so many of them. They did, like, foreign impact. They did one in WWE. They... It's just that the whole cinematic match, it, it's getting, I think, what, what what event was it? I can't remember when I was like, man, the cinematic match is starting to get a little played out. Everyone's doing one in some kind of way, shape, or form. Oh, that was recent. That Whatever. That like was six recent. months ago. No, it was yeah. not six months ago. That was recent. It, it, it was this year. I just can't remember when. And I was just like, they're getting played out because now it's going to be Everyone's going to be trying to do them, and they're going to try to do them way too often. And we're going to be like, all right, let's, let, let's not do a cinematic match anymore. So, like, I'm sure in a vacuum this was fine, but we've seen it already. We've, we've seen the whole Matt Hardy deletion stick. So it's like, what, what new could he have done that, he didn't, that we didn't already see in one of the previous ones that he did? That, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Great. Um, N.A. <laughs> okay. Uh, J.J., what's your grade on it? Can I get a D-U-D? Da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> All right. Dud. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next match. Uh. So we have the uh, probably the match that could have been better if you know, yeah. Uh, Chris Jericho versus MJF. The uh, that match uh, happened. Um, if MJF wins, he joins the inner circle. Um, for me, this match felt rushed. Um, it felt really rushed, and it didn't get as much time as I felt like they could have gotten. Um, the finish was really cool. I liked the finish. It was shocking how the finish was. Um, for those that know the finish, um, uh, you know, we do spoilers. So fuck it. The finish was, uh, MJF came in, he had Warlow come out with the, uh, 
the, the diamond ring. He was going to hit um what you call it? Uh Jericho with the uh, with the ring. Um then Jericho had Hager send him the bat while the referee was trying to get uh Hager um out from the from ringside. Um MJF did the um lie cheat still at the Guerrero. He said, Yeah, he said I was gonna hit you. He falls out. Jericho has the bat in his hand, looking confused. Ref turns around. He's like, oh, you just hit him. I'm like, no, 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 no. Then uh, MJF comes in with the roll-up. One, two, three. MJF joins the uh, the inner circle. Interesting finish. I like it, but this match felt rushed. Um, it gets a solid C-plus for me. Red Dog? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Um, I did like this match. There was a lot of cool things in there. Um, and like you said, like the, the finish was definitely right on what was supposed to happen. So, yeah, for me, I get I get a, I get a B minus. B minus. Uh, Idol? Christopher Irvine is losing his touch. He's losing it. And we're seeing it every time he wrestles. Excellent finish, though. <laughs> Great. Mm, I'm not a fan of Mr. Irvine right now, so C minus. C minus. All right, Anthony. B minus. Okay. Okay. Uh, JJ. Seventy-seven percent. Seventy-seven percent. That's a C plus. So, all right, moving on to the main event. Main event of uh, AW Full Gear. We had John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston in a I Quit match. Um, so <laughs> it felt. Uh, me and Cliff talked about it earlier. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Um, their first match was better than this match. Um, this te- definitely feels like you know typical Moxley shit with the with the toys and the weapons and all that stuff. Um. It gets a it gets a B minus for me. Um, I, I I liked the match for what it was. I was following myself getting a, you know uninterested in it a couple of times. Um, I will say though, there's some certain things in that match. I said ow and ooh, but that's any type of when you deal with thumbtacks and and barbed wire. So uh, B minus. Um, Idol. Uh, I'll give it a B. JJ? I mean, really, it was oh, the type ahead, of match no, no. that we all... Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, it's the, they had the type of match that I felt like the few called for. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't, they didn't go out there and try to put on a technical classic. They had exactly the type of match that the build called for. So I think this is the, the one example of AEW getting it right in the storytelling department. Mm-hmm. I agree, yeah. 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 They didn't like yeah, I will agree with that. They didn't like start the match locking up. They they just went throwing at them. They throw they threw hands right at the beginning of the match. So I agree with that. Um JJ. Eighty percent. It got it got ruined for the simple fact that Kenny had to show up. <laughs> Why was he on the screen? Well, he's the number one contender. contender. I don't care. Kenny shouldn't be the number one contender. 
But we already said that. Cliff should be the number one contender. Chad <laughs> should be the number one contender. Idol should be the number one contender. I should be the number one contender. I'm the tag team champions. My God. Oh, we're not doing that? I thought we were well, doing that. Well, what are you, you going to put me in that, into that category with Omega? I can't be the number one contender? He said your name. Mm-hmm. Oh, he didn't? I did it. Oh. That was oh. on purpose. <laughs> 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 you know oh, what, damn it? Luis, you deserve to be the number one contender. All right. Uh, Jay, he gets to the 80%. Communism. Um, we love it, okay? We love communism. Oh, God. Go ahead. Uh, no, actually, I'm not going to move the anthem on that one. Go ahead, Cliff. <laughs> yeah, you know what? This match was – it was decent to me. Um, the only problem with it, I felt like it was a little long, and there was, like, a lot of spots in there where I was just like, this thing was just kind of unnecessary. So, for me, I mean, I know you guys are all giving it – I'm giving it a C. Oh, I, I mean, that's not bad. No, we're not. I said B. I was being nice with mine. Go ahead, Lou. Uh, B minus. Yeah, I was in the speed force. Yeah, you're in speed force. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw it. everyone started freezing, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I'm no. It, it, it was a it was B minus. I mean, I'm I'm a Mox fan, so I'm, I'm glad that he uh, he he won and continuing the reign that he should because he's the number one in PWI, but wasn't. It was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. It was just a few moments there. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Now, yeah. So that was full gear, guys. Um, that was the show all in all. Um, so finally, we're going to go. Uh, everyone's going to go through, give their, uh, for the whole show, uh, their grades for the whole show, A, B, C, D, Dud. So um, we'll start with you, uh, JJ. All in all, full gear. What do you give it, your grade for full gear as a whole? It was better than that trash they put out last time. So that's all that mattered. I agree. All righty. Uh, Lou, what do you give it? Uh, B plus. B plus. Uh, Cliff? Uh, yeah, I give it a B plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Idol, uh, oh, he's back. So, Idol, what do you give it? Total, uh, the, the overall show, what do you give it? Uh, I give it a B since it was so much better than All Out. Same thing that was uh, JJ said. Uh, I gotta agree. Um, it gets to be minus for me. Um, it was, it was like I said, like you know, Idol and JJ said, it was way better than than the crap they had last time, which was all out. So um, definitely uh, thumbs up for AW for putting on a better show to end out the uh, the year. So that has been the review show for AEW uh, Full Gear. Um, we'll be back next week with uh, a very special show because we will be. Um, Doing, uh, we'll be talking about the uh, Survivor Series because that's coming up the week after. So yeah, we'll be doing, yeah. So yep, yes, yeah, yeah, guys. It, yep, it, this is a, yep, November is a long, hardworking month for us. But um, yeah, we'll be talking about Survivor Series because that, that's coming up. Um, go ahead, Team Blue, Team SmackDown, and um, so yeah. Also, the 29th is our season finale. Don't forget to uh, for that one. Also, on the 18th, we'll be having the first edition of Returning to the Ring. Um, apparently featuring yours truly, the Don and the Red Dog. So be uh, be on the lookout for that one on the 18th for our new show. We're turning the ring. We'll be live. Check that out on um, so you can uh, be a part of that show and give us some questions. We'd love to hear from you. 
So let me sign off here so Cliff can uh, do his other podcast. <laughs> so my name is uh, Chaz Evans here with the Red Dog, here with his royal swoleness himself, here with the uh, the little one, JJ, and here with uh, with his uh, with his his, with his tribute, his uncle Anthony, the Lou Master, the Lou, the franchise. Rest in peace, Uncle. We are the Three Count Podcast. Make sure you tune in next week for the Three Count Podcast. Be there or be somewhere fucking else. Hey, guys. It's the host of the Three Count, you know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit. I don't do shit. I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social medias. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a t shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash Three Count Pod, and that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T H R E E because you're not going to find anything. So make sure you. Follow us at three count pod or three count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.